There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N O O M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hey, Tinder friends, how's everybody doing? Welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hope everyone's doing well. It's kind of a rainy week here in Atlanta. We had sun for like, you know, 48 hours and now it's rainy and cozy and cool and I'm about to have some soup and just live my life. Sorry for the nasally, got a little congestion. So bear with me, guys. Thriving, doing the most, got a very busy work week. Excited to buckle down and talk to you a little bit. Here's the deal. For this episode, I wanted to really just hear the voicemails. I feel like the number one DM I get is you're like, you didn't hear my voicemail. And I'm like, listen, we get thousands of voicemails and then you get mad at the ones I pick. So I just wanted to go through. I was literally, okay, let's take the top 10 voicemails today and let's just roll through them. So we're going to hit a lot of the voicemails. I want to hear what y'all have been up to. I know we got a lot of absolutely nots. I've been in my little bubble at home, just kind of laying low and working. I've got a couple of writing projects due. So I've been doing the damn thing. So I haven't really been out in the world experiencing anything. So I need to hear from y'all specifically. What are you going through? What the fuck is going on in your life? Because Lord knows... I need some entertainment. And listen, I'm glad that anybody even thinks that I could give them, you know, my perspective on anything when you call into the absolutely not line. Much less are you guys like, hey, can we have some advice? Don't ask me for advice. I'm a Pisces. I will always tell you, call everyone that you know, tell them you're sorry for nothing that you did and spend all of your money. That's my advice. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) that's my advice. 24-7-365. Just tell everyone you're sorry and give them your money. That's the only way I know how to do it. We got through the inauguration. Thank God. God is good. God is great. Also, can we just take a second? The Southern girl in me has to acknowledge the fact that Garth Brooks came out suited and booted in some jeans and a belt buckle and sang to us. And the entire world was like, oh my God, is that Garth Brooks? Is that Garth? I shot a video and put it on Instagram this week of just like that mom in Tennessee. You know, that mom in Nashville who's like, oh my God, y'all, did y'all see Garth? Did you see Garth Brooks? Because here's the deal. A lot of people, and absolutely not for me this week is all these young kids only knowing new country. I'm not a big country fan, but you know who I am a fan of? Garth Brooks. You know who I'm a fan of? Trisha Yearwood, Reba McIntyre, Shania Twain, Leanne Womack, Leanne Rimes. That's country. 
And I just had that moment watching the inauguration. You had this beautiful poem. You had speakers. You had J-Lo. You had Lady Gaga. Stephanie Germanotti out there crushing it. And then you have Garth. I'm like, Garth is this like country guy who's like, hey, guess what? We're not divided. We're together. He's actually very progressive. He's a good guy. Here he's a great family man. He's always been supportive of LGBTQ plus community. He's always been supportive of diversity. And he just seems like a great guy. He's just like that cool uncle. Not the creepy uncle. It's like Garth. Uncle Garth's here. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. He brought some new whiskey. We're going to play Cards Against Humanity. and We're going to giggle because it's Uncle Garth. So I did a video this week, put it up on Instagram. It's just like that mom in Tennessee who's like, y'all, did you see Garth? Did you see him? He performed. It was crazy. I didn't see it coming. Tickled me pink. So I was glad to see that. But we made it through. We're okay. Nobody, nobody stormed the Capitol again. So I'm feeling like a little anxiety has been taken off. But I felt, I was like, you know what? I really need to get through some of these voicemails because I need to hear what y'all have been up to. Because even though I'm in my own little bubble over here in Atlanta, because I'm hunkered down doing all these damn, you know, little projects that I'm trying to get off the ground and on television. It's like, I need to connect back to my roots, talk to my folks, see what's happening. Y'all have got some things on the docket. I'll tell you what, a lot of bitching, a lot of complaining, and a lot of positivity. So I don't know. You don't want to hear from me. Let's get into it. Should we get into it? I think we shall. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and cats and dogs and anybody else who's listening, your Uncle Garth, who likes a good time, let's get into the voicemails. Absolutely not lying. You can always call 800-213-7503. Remember, if you're going down a dirt road and you're in an old Toyota Tercel with the windows down, that's not a good time to leave a voicemail. I would say in your car while it's parked and it's off and the AC isn't blowing and the Bluetooth isn't echoing, you can leave a voicemail. You guys are killing me with some of the audio quality. Literally a, a girl from Texas called, left a voicemail and she's like, it's just, it's just thud you can hear. And she's like, I'm sorry, I'm going down a dirt road. My windows are down. I'm like, sis, we can't play it. I can barely hear you. So in the meantime, try and give me the best quality that you can. Let's hear it. The absolutely not line. Heather, it's your girl, Addie, in Atlanta. Absolutely not to all of the administrative bullshit that one has to do when your loved one passes away. My dad died about four months ago, and my mom and I are still doing paperwork, having the meetings, all of the things with the banks, with the credit card companies, with every single account that was ever in my dad's name with a username and password. And I just don't understand why, A, no one tells you about this arduous process, and B, why there isn't some sort of company out there that specializes in dead dad paperwork, or dead mom, or dead grandma, or whatever you got that's dead. Because this shit is like a part-time job, and I have had it up to here with it. So that's my absolutely not for you. Love and light. Love you, girl. Addie, I love you. And I know which Addie you are. Addie, I like know you, know you. Um, Addie, I love you. I'm sending you all my love during this time of dealing with fucking dead dad shit. Okay, let's really break this down because absolutely not to the business of death. Now, I have talked about this with many people before who've been like, oh yeah, when somebody dies, good fucking luck. Yes, you're right, Addie. And I, I, I've, I've said this before. There needs to be a full concierge service that just deals with this shit. You got to have an estate attorney. You got to have a 
You can have the lawyers, the this, the that. Even if they leave you $10 and a fishing rod, there's still fucking paperwork to deal with. And then you got to sit down at the bank and like close accounts or transfer money or do this or, you know, go over the will. And you're like, I don't fucking know where dad's passwords were. Try Playboy 69. I don't fucking know. Try Braves 123 because he was a Braves fan. I don't know what my dad's passwords were. And then the guy at the bank types in Playboy 69. He's like, you were right. And I was like, that's right. Because my dad was a freak. Do you know what I'm saying though? They drag you through the fucking mud with this shit. And like, did you know uh, what your dad was paying in APR financing for uh, his Cadillac that he had? And you're like, no, Rick, I don't. Well, we're on the topic. Uh, do you know about the mortgage that was on the lake house down at Lake, uh, lake Claire? And you're like, I didn't even know we had a lake house. It was just a small uh, 1,600 square foot home. He did a little fishing down there, entertained some clients. And then your mom's like, we had a lake house. I'm like, maybe dad had another family. I don't know. And then it starts a riff within the whole family. Oh, the shit. And then wait for the IRS. The IRS will show up. They specifically target widows. They'll show up and be like, we need to go through all of your accounts from the last 10 years. You're like, you think there's fucking money sitting somewhere in a sand dune in the Turks and Caicos? Guess what? If there was, I would have spent it. I am grieving. I need to buy things to fill the fucking void. You jackass. Unbelievable. The audacity. I mean, I talk so much about this in my standup, all the crazy shit that I had to deal with. And hopefully, you know, knock on wood, if my show gets picked up, we can... Our pilot episode is basically like experiencing the funeral and all the shit. The business side of grief is what I call it, which is a story that I feel like a lot of people don't talk about. There's like so many moving parts and things and tabs and folders and just bullshit. Oh, and then the credit card companies show up. And you're like, of course I'll pay the credit card because that's the honest thing to do. But then we had some people who are like, don't pay the credit card. And you're like, what? And they're like, it doesn't matter about his credit score. He's dead. You know, and you're like, what? This all feels fucking, what is happening? Although also like, don't pay the credit card. I mean, do, I mean, we did that. I feel like just shouldn't, you know what I mean? Does it matter about anybody's credit if they're fucking dead? No, it doesn't. Also, my mom was worried about her credit, even though she's good. And I was like, mom, you're 73. You pay cash just because you like to flex. You know what I mean? I'm like, are you really worried? You're not going to go rent a car. I'm renting the car. What are you worried about? Bitch, live, laugh, love. Get a home goods credit card. Max it out. Let's go. No, don't. I'm not, I'm not encouraging elders to get themselves into debt. Because then if they pass, guess who has to take care of it? Your girl. But you know what I'm saying. Addie, I hear you. I love you. It is such bullshit. And then you get phone calls. Everybody who calls you, his name's Mark. Or like Mr. Stevenson. They're like, um, hi, Mr. Stevenson with Capital One calling. We're just trying to figure out some things about your dad's account. And you're like, I didn't even know my dad played handball. He was too fat to run back and forth. And now you're telling me he played handball and had a handball team at the fucking country club? News to me. And you expect me to know the passwords to all of his shit and to know that we had a lake house with a mortgage? I didn't know. What the fuck, Mr. Stevenson? It's an absolutely not. There could, if somebody's looking for that million dollar business idea, start a concierge, start a concierge service, like an estate tax concierge service for people who've lost a loved one. I mean, Jeff and I just did our wills. We were like, let's do our wills because literally after losing my dad, we're like, it's such a shit show. Now that we're married, we have our wills, da da da, bada bing, bada boom. Get the meatballs out of the freezer, divvy them up equally amongst everybody in the house. 
make sure Rigatoni gets the most because he's the, you know, needs the nutrients. He's growing. But other than that, good luck to you. Good fucking luck. Oh, Jesus, help us and save us. Addie, I love you. I miss you. I'm thinking of you. I'm praying for you, sis. I'm glad you have, you know, a raw, real funny sense of humor going through this because Lord knows you got to. You got to buckle up and just tell anybody at the bank you don't know and then block their phone calls and don't pay any of the bills. <laughs> love and life. Ooh, today we are spicing it up a bit. And as you know, I am a huge fan of Woo More Play. Specifically, love their coconut oil, their coconut love oil and their freshies. These wipes that just make you feel so super fresh, like when you need to do it. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm super excited to tell you about a new product launching called the Woo Vibes, a clitoral vibrator and chic travel case for better sex on the go. Listen, you throw this bad boy in your suitcase. Nobody's going to even know what it is. You could put it on the bedside table, you know, at your, at your hotel. Did y'all check it? Did you peep it? When I caught Turtle Creek Lane Laney from Instagram and she had her vibrator just sitting on her side counter, just laying out there for everybody to see. She forgot about it. And it's in the back of her Instagram videos. Well, if she would have had the Woo Vibes, the little Woo Vibes vibrator, we wouldn't even notice because it would have just looked like a cool little piece of art decor sitting on the, the side of her desk. You know what I'm saying? Here's the deal. Vibes is the only vibrator on the market with a super chic travel case that looks good on any vanity and blends into your beauty shelf. No more secret sex toys in your sock drawer, girls. Okay? Okay, my girl at Turtle Creek Lane should have known this. She should have gotten a Woo Vibes. Head over to Woo More Play to use code absolutely for 20% off your order of Woo Vibes today. That's 20% off with code absolutely. Trust me, honey, you will keep coming back for more and that is for damn sure. Again, it's Woo More Play. Use code absolutely for 20% off your order of Woo Volumes today. Now, back to the podcast. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, Heather. It's Sarah in Dallas. I'm not sure if this is an absolutely not or an absolutely yes. I'm not really sure what to think, but I just had to tell you because I figured you might get a giggle out of this. So I've been having something very weird happening. Um, not sure. I wasn't sure what was happening, but my toilet seat that I use at home turned blue. And it's not like, I mean, I, I figured out that it was me turning the toilet seat blue. And, you know, I, I know that for a fact. So there's no other, like nothing else is in question. It's me. I work at a diagnostics lab. So I asked one of our scientists there what he thinks it could be. And today he was like, Hey, I did some research and I think you're pregnant. And I'm like newly married, wasn't really trying, but wasn't really not trying. So I guess this is an absolutely a yes. I guess I'm, I'm about to go home and take a pregnancy test. I don't know if I actually am pregnant, but just the whole fact that I turned the toilet seat blue, I like really can't. And I, I mean, I don't even know. I didn't even know that was possible. Like no one believes me. I have a picture. I swear. It's like fully blue. So yeah. Uh, cheers to uh, turning toilet seat blue in 2021. Have a great day. <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. Sis, this is fucking crazy. Here's the deal. I know you're going home to take the pregnancy test and we would love a follow-up if you feel comfortable sharing. Congratulations if you are pregnant, newly married. This is so exciting. Oh my God. But also, what? As soon as I heard this voicemail, I thought to myself, oh, easy. I know why the, to the toilet seat's blue because you're wearing jeans that are new and the denim is dyed to your legs. Then when you sit down, it's rubbing off on the seat. You know, a toilet seat's actually pretty porous which it shouldn't be porous because, you know, you're putting your ass on it with a lot of germs. But if you ever try to like really wipe a toilet seat, sometimes it's hard. So I just thought for sure, I'm like, okay, you got the brand new jeans from Madewell. You know how it is. And they got the little tag on it that says, don't even get near. 
you know, a white couch in these bad boys, you're going to bleed. I'm like, do we have to say bleed? Come on. But then, of course, you sit down on your like Aunt Laurel's white couch in your brand new jeans and they're a dark denim because you ass sweat. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's January what? 20 something. I'm ass sweating. I'm ass sweating right now recording this and I'm in beautiful pajamas. So I just figured I leave it. I leave a mark anywhere. I specifically could not get light leather, like tan leather in my car because my jeans bleed. Now, maybe if you're a thinner woman and you don't have so much junk pushing out of the jeans, the transfer of dye isn't that intense. But for me, I bleed everywhere, period, blood and regular. So anyways, okay. So I just figured, all right, she's sitting on the toilet seat. She's had a pair of new denim on. You know, it's transfer from the skin then to the seat. But you're telling me a guy in your, your, your office says you could be pregnant? Science and chemicals are wild. I'm not even trying to be like silly right now, but I'm just saying that's crazy. If you are pregnant, I'm thrilled for you. And, and I, I, you know, that's great and exciting. But also I need more information too. The whole seat was blue. That's crazy. That's crazy. But you know what? You know what? Look at this. Look at this little surprise God sent us. That's exciting. Wow, I love it. Who would have thought? Who would have thunk? You know, I usually just leave toilet seats cracked in half. Now I've got to check and see, is my toilet seat blue? Mine probably won't be for a while because I have one egg left. But still, that's fucking wild. I'm going to do a little research. I want to get back to this. Please circle back with us. Let us know. But look at us. Look at God. Look at science. Something to you know, nobody can figure out the fucking vaccines, but here we go. The toilet seat's blue. Old wives' tale lets you know, you a child. I fucking love it. Congratulations to you and your husband and to the guy, Carl, who works in the diagnostic center, who did a light Google search and figured it out for you. Carl, we love you. Thank you. You should make him the godparent of your child. Just saying. Ah, do you hear that? that crisp, refreshing sound of a new kind of soda. And I'm talking about Olipop. It tastes like the sodas I grew up with, but unlike the other sodas that are full of sugar, corn syrup, and artificial ingredients like aspartame, which will literally kill you, Olipop is made with natural ingredients that are actually good for you. They have nostalgic flavors like vintage cola, classic root beer, orange, squeeze, cherry vanilla, and the strawberry vanilla is literally my favorite. It reminds me of almost like that, like a strawberry push pop. It's fucking delicious. I'm obsessed with it. Olipop is my jam. Here's the thing. They use functional ingredients and combine the benefits of prebiotics, plant fiber, and botanicals to support your microbiome and benefit digestive health. You know how important it is. If you're not checking on your micro, your, your microbiome, what are you doing? Get your life right. 90% of Americans consume more than the USDA's daily recommended added sugar intake, which is 30 grams. And then you have these other soda companies that just put aspartame and a bunch of friggin' cleaning chemicals in it. You don't have to worry about that with Olipop. It is a much, much lower in sugar than conventional sodas with only two to five grams of sugar from natural sources. No added sugar. And their vintage cola has just two grams of sugar as compared to regular Coca-Cola, which is 39 grams. That's insane. They're also so confident that you'll love their products. They offer 100% money back guaranteed for orders placed through their website. We've worked out an exclusive deal for Absolutely Not Podcast listeners. Receive 20% off plus free shipping on their best-selling variety pack. This is a great way to try all of their delicious flavors. Go to drinkollipop.com slash absolutely or use code absolutely at checkout to claim this deal. That's drinkollipop.com slash absolutely. This discount is only valid for their variety pack. Olipop can also be found in over 3,000 stores across the country, including Whole Foods, Sprouts, Kroger, Wegmans, and Air One. Olipop, it's what I'm drinking. 
Let's go to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. I have an absolutely not for you. My name is Morgan and I'm a registered dental hygienist. And my absolutely not is when parents come to the back with their kids when they're 19 years old to get their teeth cleaned. Absolutely not. One, they don't brush their teeth. So stop telling me they brush their teeth. Two, yes, we need to take x-rays today. Why? Because we need to see if there is decay in your pizza and Sprite infested mouth. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I can't. Show love to your dental hygienist, ladies. Oh, sis, I hear you there. I hear the angst in your voice. I can feel the vibrations of just like your bullshit threshold. It's it, There's nothing left. Absolutely not. You're 19 years old. You need to go to the doctor yourself. Now, I had one of those rude awakening moments when I turned 18. I was like a freshman in college and I went to go get a checkup. You know, I probably had like strep or, you know, meningitis, something. Everybody gets everything in the dorm your freshman year. Remember when you would go to the on-campus doctor's office and no matter what, you could walk in there, your leg could be bleeding. You could have no arms, gash through your neck, like an actual stabbing wound. And they're like, here's a pamphlet on not smoking and here's a Z-pack. And you're like, I'm so sorry. I didn't even see the doctor. What? And I have a naturally raspy voice. I know I'm very nasally today. I would always walk into this fucking doctor's office on campus at Ole Miss and they would always ask me, do you smoke? I'm like, I don't smoke. I mean, I'd have a cigarette every now and then, but no, I wasn't a smoker. I just had a fucking raspy voice. And they'd hand me a pamphlet without even asking me if I smoked. And they'd kind of, you know, roll their eyes and be like, good luck to you, you smoker. I'm like, fuck you. And then they hand me a Z-pack and I'm like, ma'am, I actually got stabbed in the student union and I'm bleeding out the back. Can I not get a bandage? And they're like, oh, we don't do that here. No, no, no. We only have Z-packs and pamphlets. (laughs) You're like, are you fucking kidding me? Z-packs and pamphlets. Fine. I got it. Anywho, uh, my point was, okay, so when I went to go get a proper checkup, when I came back like over Thanksgiving break or something, uh, my first year of college, I went back to my pediatrician and I'm sitting in the room and I was in the lion room. Now my pediatrician, they have like, you know, the the giraffe room, the lion room, the dog room, uh, the iguana room, you know, the iguana room was green. The lion room was yellow. So, you know, and I had gone to the same doctor. His name was actually Dr. Bessie. Shout out to Dr. Bessie in Atlanta. Went to Dr. Bessie forever. And he finally walks in there. And I mean, I'm, I'm smelling like Mike's hard lemonade. You know, he's like, you were drinking last night. You're too old to be here. And I said, Dr. Bessie, don't kick me out. I need to be in the lion's room, a safe space. And he was like, no, Heather, you're too old. He's like, I don't know how to tell you this, but you're too fucking old to be here. You can't sit. I mean, this table won't even hold your weight. You put on the freshman fucking 45. We can't hold you here. We don't have a stethoscope that's large enough to listen to you. You got to go. You got to fucking go. You know what I'm saying? You got to leave. Arrivederci. You got to go. So anyways, I hear you. You're a dental hygienist. I think you're doing the Lord's work. Got to be honest with you. You might have a touch of psychopath, though. I don't know why anybody would go into dental work. Do I have to look in people's mouths all day? It's almost worse than a foot fetish. And I know it's a great job. But having to deal with these stinky fucking kids, not even kids, excuse me, real deal adults. So you're telling me you got some like hungover teenager coming in. You know, he's on like the first day of spring break before he goes down to Panama City with his buddies. Like, I gotta stop by the dentist real quick. But my mom's gonna come with me because I can't handle a cleaning. Oh, you can't handle a cleaning, Dylan? 
I'm sorry. Guess what? Deal with it, bitch. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And these parents that are still coddle the, the, the kids. Over 18. I mean, hell, even when I was young, my mom was like, figure it out. You got strep? Oh, you got strep? Walk a mile in my shoes. No, literally, walk a mile to CVS. We'll figure it out. You know, she's like, you can walk down there and get your amoxicillin. You remember when you used to get strep as a kid and you would get that pink medicine that tastes like bubble gum and you just kind of freebase it all night? Like my mom would catch me downstairs and I'd be like, just <laughs> drinking it. And she's like, you're a fucking addict. You're a psychopath. And I'm like, this shit's good, mom. Robin, this shit slaps. She's like, what does slaps mean? I'm like, I don't know, but I'm going to speak it into existence that one day children on TikTok will say slaps. Again, slaps doesn't make sense. Any younger viewers? I mean, I hope there's nobody. There should never be anybody under 18 listening to this. But anybody in college know what slaps means? Let a girl know. But that's ridiculous. You're trying to do your damn job and you got to deal with these young college teens coming in, having mom hold their hand while they get a fucking cleaning. Also, side note about the x-rays, nothing fucking worse. You're laying there. Then the ladies got to go outside of the room. They put that really heavy, you know, radiation barrier on you. You're laying there and they put the big, it's, it's a, a weighted blanket. Before weighted blankets were a thing, they put a weighted blanket on you at the dentist before they give you the x-ray. And then they put that weird thing in your mouth. It's like a square. It's like a, almost a monopoly piece that you got to bite down on it and it's so uncomfortable and it always pinches your cheeks and they step outside of the room and you're like, if they're outside of the room, should I even be getting this x-ray right now? Like, I know how radiation works. I've had CT scans, PET scan, all that shit. But I'm like, oh, what? I don't think this weighted blanket is going to protect my vital organs from seeing if my molars came in, okay? So I do have a couple questions for dental hygienists. Let me know, are we all going to get cancer from that? I mean, I know people get x-rays all the time and there's radiologists and that's like what they do. But a weighted blanket makes me a little nervous. And I'm just being honest. I'm being honest with you. But also, if you're like a 19-year-old college kid, you make your mom go with you to get the x-rays and she's holding your hand in the room and she doesn't have a weighted blanket on, but you do, then you're just selfish. Then she probably just got all the radiation and you didn't. So you know what? This is really a PSA to a lot of people to look in the mirror and ask, what are you asking your mom to do for you all the time? Man up, woman up, buckle up, bitch. Go to your own dentist appointment. But also, if you go to the doctor at your local college and they hand you a no smoking pamphlet and a Z-pack and you're bleeding, tell them they're a bad doctor. Okay? I am on a roll and zipping and zapping. Ladies, listen up. A lot of y'all have been coming at the Italian Stallion, commenting on his fine physique. And I'm going to tell you right now, keep your eyes on your own prize. All right? Spanx makes men's. This is not a drill. This is as real as it gets. After 10 plus years of innovation, design, and all the hard work, Spanx men's undershirts and underwear are now available. It is a game changer. The Italian stallion is thriving in his fabulous Spanx. Now with top control and crotch comfort, which is something everybody needs, these new better base layers are the total package. For Guess what? His whole package, pecs and all. And three levels of support, zero sculpt, sculpt, and ultra sculpt. Your man can pick. And let's be real, you'll probably do the picking for him because men are idiots, but we love him. The type of compression he wants. From compression-free to Superman-level sculpting, every style is sweat-wicking and breathable. To keep him from getting all hot and bothered all day long while, you know, Jeff like wolfs down some lasagna. The best part, he can sweat in it, chill in it, wash it and repeat. And if he doesn't love it, then he can return the items for a full refund within 90 days 
days of purchase. Plus, Spanx offers free shipping and returns on everything. You know, I swear by Spanx. It's one of my favorite companies, brands, period, ever. I love them. Why not get some Spanx for your man? For a limited time, Spanx is offering absolutely not listeners 10% off their order on Spanx.com. Use the code absolutely at checkout. That's S-P-A-N-X.com slash absolutely for 10% off your order today. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, Heather, this is Gina from Kansas City. I just found your podcast. Have I been living under a rock? Apparently, yes. But we're best friends and we didn't even know it. So I'm loving it. Here's why absolutely not. People who get to work 30 minutes before they're supposed to be there and then they just sit in their car for 30 minutes. Who are these people? What do they do? How do they not have stuff to do? How, how, like, I'm barely making it to work. I'm late every day to work. How do you have that much time? Don't you need to sleep? Don't you need to do your hair? Don't you need to do your makeup? But you're, you're there 30 minutes early just to sit in your car? Absolutely not. I, I don't get these people. Who are they? No, not happening. All right. Speaking of work, we're on a work challenge. Everybody's getting to work. Listen, I agree with you. Absolutely not to the bitch who gets there super early for work. Now, a couple of reasons why somebody might be early to work. One, they live very far away. It's a long commute. So they time it out. They know that if they leave the house at 7.03 instead of 6.45, it's going to take them an hour and a half longer. I understand that. I don't really understand time, space, or math, but I do understand traffic. I am good at knowing the exact brow, the exact number time. I get a feeling. It's like a breeze goes by. I can smell it in the air. I'm like, yep, we got to leave. We got to leave at 2.15 any later and we will be fucked. I'm good at that. I'm good at figuring out traffic. I could have been a traffic operator. Although, you know, they always call you from the helicopter and it's so loud and you hear the chopper going and I'm like, well, we got to figure out a better way to talk about traffic. We have to call the guy while he's in the chopper and his name's always like Dahl. It's just Dahl, D-A-L. I'm dull Witherbottoms with the traffic. You just hear the chopper going in the background. You're like, I can't hear him. What did he say? Don't get on 85. It's like, couldn't you just wait till we get, you know, land the helicopter? Because helicopters can land anywhere. You could land on the top of a McDonald's and say, hey, just went over the the highway. Looks bad. All right, we're going to take off again. Report back in 15. I never understood why they called you up, but the helicopter's still on. You can't hear shit. Okay, but anyways, back to the early to work. The people who are early to work, I'll, I'll give them two things. One, if they're sitting in their car listening to my podcast, go for it. But two, if they're not like putting on their makeup or brushing their teeth or eating, if they're just sitting in their car like reading a book, they're going to kill everyone one day. You know what I'm saying? Now, I am the kind of person I would never do my makeup at home. If I could do my makeup in the car all the time, I would. I would never do my makeup at home in high school. I would always get there, never early, but I would get there with three minutes to spare and then put on some concealer some vanilla lip smackers, lip gloss, and a bronzer and just call it a fucking day. Do you know what I'm saying? That's what I would do. By the skin of my teeth, by the skin of my friggin' teeth. But if I had like a corporate job and I had a car, yeah, I'd probably get there 10 minutes early and then do a full face. And then when you'd come into your car after work, you'd just have a bunch of hand wipes with just crusted concealer and foundation all over them. Because you know what I'm talking about when you're doing your makeup really fast in the car and then you're just like slowly wiping the makeup off and you just throw it in your passenger seat and it's just disgusting. And you're like, yeah, sorry, let me move that. And then somebody wants to get in your car later and you're like, oh, hold on, Terry, let me move that. Sorry, I just it's like just like balls of my foundation. Let me just, 
Let me just move that real quick so we can go get a Starbies. <laughs> but the early to work, the early to work and you're reading a book on like financial family planning, that person, watch out. Be nice to them. Be nice to them because they will most likely try and take everybody down. That's all I'm saying. It's what I've, what I've observed, you know? But also you should be nice to everybody because I you know, sleep with one eye open. You know what I'm saying? Just be nice to everybody. Don't be an asshole. I still keep trying to tell people that. Don't be an asshole. Be nice. What are we doing here? Be nice. And they don't know how to do it. And it's crazy. Uh, yeah, early to work. It's a problem. It's a problem. It's an absolutely not. Oh, sorry. Just threw my phone. I don't even know why. I'm recording a podcast, but I had to look at it just to see if I had a friend, you know, chime in. They don't know what the hell I'm talking about. And guess what? My friends don't call me. They keep texting me. And that's why I have 600 unopened text messages. And I say, Raymond, call me. No, he knows. He knows to call. The rest of them, call me. Anywho, all right. I love it. I'm rolling through these voicemails. I'm getting in. I'm getting hard. We're, we're figuring out your problems. We're in and out. We're, we are zip, zap, zopping our way through life. And I'm here for it. So if you get early to work, you know, maybe suss it out too. Maybe get 10 minutes early to work one day and sit in there and have your little drink and your egg McMuffin and look around and see who's perpetually early. And then just know that day, be really nice to them. Because when they're ready to take down the company, they won't take you down too. You know what I'm saying? They'll leave you out of it. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I just trust no one. Everybody's a slight serial killer. All right. On that note, let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, Heather. This is Mary Margaret from Kentucky. And my absolutely not is when you volunteer as tribute to go to the grocery store for your family. Like you're all cooking and someone has to go to the store to get everything. And you're like, oh, I'll do it. I'll go. And then you go to the store, buy everything. And the second you get in that car to go back home, you check your phone. And there's a text from one of them saying, we also need this. Like something that wasn't on the original list. And that's just a big absolutely not. Because then it's like, do you really want me to get out in the freezing cold, go back into the grocery store, which is already a traumatizing experience? for this one ingredient, like also tell me how necessary the ingredient is. Like if we can't have the meal without it, like, okay, maybe, you know what I'm saying? But anyways, that's my absolutely not. If you are going to need something, text them within like five minutes of getting in that car and leaving the house. Like after they've already been gone 20 minutes, don't send any text. Wow, sis, this hits on a big note because this is what Robin does to me all the fucking time. All right, all the time writes down a list. And then while I'm at Trader Joe's and grocery shopping right now is already stressful enough because, you know, you like got to wait in line. You got to wait in line just to get into the store. And then once you get in the store, you're like, I have to have my game plan. I got my cart. I sanitize it. Da, da, da. I got my gloves, my mask, whatever you're wearing. And you're like, okay, I've got, I, I'm focused. And you know, you're going to get derailed. You know, you're going to see some new cheese they have. You know, you're going to see some sort of like hot pepper jelly. And you're like, oh God, this would be great on a sliced baguette with some cheese. I got to get the hot pepper jelly. So you're already distracted a little bit. Then, you know, you're fumbling with the list because you got the gloves on. Maybe you don't have the gloves on, but your, your hands are raw and cracked from sanitizing and washing. And then you're telling me, you go through the rigmarole, you, you know, you get checked out. You have to stand on your little X or your little circle while you're getting checked out. And then you get into the car and you're halfway home. You're buckled up. You're at the stoplight. Hey, I need cream cheese. 
Hey, I forgot the ricotta. We're making lasagna. Guess what? We're not today, bitch. Break up the noodles. Take the ground beef, the red sauce, the oregano. And you know what you do with it? I don't know. Put it on a sheet pan and make it a pizza. I don't know what else to tell you. We don't have time to go back for the ricotta. It's not an option. Plain and simple, it's not a fucking option right now. And the fact that you're setting me up for failure is really frustrating, mom. My mom is obsessed with these French baguettes from Trader Joe's, the organic French baguette. It's great. Love it. But every time I go, she's like, we need two French baguettes. Nobody in this house has really been eating bread a lot. Like the baguette's too thin where you can't really make a great sandwich, but it's great if you slice it up and you make a little crostini. Do you know what I'm saying? Like then it's good. But by itself, it's not a great sandwich. Personally love a toasted sourdough for a sandwich. And that's just how I feel. But Robin makes me get these fucking French baguettes and we haven't been letting her go to the grocery store, right? We've had her pretty much on lockdown again. And I'll go there and half the time they're sold out of the fucking baguette and she's like, where's the baguette? I go, bitch, they didn't have it. And then she thinks I'm lying and then we'll sneak out of Trader Joe's and come back furious and be like, you're right, they didn't have it. I'm like, I wasn't fucking lying to you. I told you what was up. You know, like, bitch, give me a little credit. I mean, it's unbelievable. But yeah, forgetting something on the list And you know, before you left the house, you asked your mom, your husband, whomever, you're like, are you sure this is it? I don't mind getting in the car and getting the fresh air. This is it. Don't you dare tell me we need panko breadcrumbs after I've already made it halfway home. I'm not turning around. I won't. I refuse. We're going to make chicken cutlets. Well, guess what? Roll it around in some cat litter for the crunch because I'm not going back. Absolutely not. Sis, I hear you. I love you. I'm sorry that you've, you know, had to go out while there was something forgotten on the list. And, you know, this year, I feel like a lot of us, speaking to a bigger picture, feel like we forgot the list. You know what I'm saying? It's like we're living our life, actually. Like the list isn't full. All right, what do I need today? I just need to get up, check my mental health, maybe go for a walk, hydrate, sanitize. But, you know, there's 55 other things on the list that you need to do, but you forgot because you're in a full panic mode 24-7. I feel like this entire year, wow, this is a great analogy. Even in 2021, this entire year is us just running around and forgetting everything on our list. It's like we're perpetually out shopping, even though if you're at home, it's like you're running around and you need that one thing, but you forgot it. You forgot to put it on the fucking piece of paper and you already went to the store, you came back and you don't have it. That's the way we're all feeling. That's the energy. That's the paranoia. But listen, sometimes you got to improvise. You got to say, all right, I don't have this now, but I'm going to work towards X. All right. Let's improvise. All right, so we don't have mayonnaise. You know what? Can also substitute for a great base of a dip, sour cream. Now, you do know that like it's a specific thing in the South that you have to have like mayonnaise-based dips. I love a sour cream-based dip too. And a lot of salad dressings are a little sour cream, a little mayonnaise mixed up. I mean, that's how you get a good ratio. The perfect ratio of tangy and rich. But when somebody's trying to like, you know, when somebody comes over with some fucking buffalo chicken dip, And they're like, oh, we didn't put any dairy in this. It's a dairy-free dip. I'm like, get out of my house. Where did you make this? Wisconsin? No, they have a lot of cheese up there. Where did you make this? I don't know. Arizona? Add some mayonnaise to that bitch and then come back to my house. Wow, I'm on a roll today. So really, your conversation, the conversation that you and I are having, yeah, it speaks to just absolutely not the pain in the ass of going to the grocery store with the list, but it also talks about the way we're all feeling collectively. And we're just trying to get by. Ain't that the truth?
You might find this kind of astounding. 70% of people say they want to use natural products, but only 2% do. Why? Because what they sell at the store is from the biggest companies, not necessarily the ones that are the best for you. So, hey, where do you start? I am introducing you to Grove Collaborative. Let me tell you more. Grove is the online marketplace for sustainable home essentials delivered to your doorstep. Grove Collaborative takes the guesswork out of going green. I'm telling you, once you change your life into going green, it, it just... You're going to feel better. What you can do on Grove Collaborative is browse the site for thousands of home, beauty, and personal care products, all guaranteed to be good for you, your family, and your home, and the planet. All right? And that's that's the biggest deal. With Grove, you don't have to shop multiple stores or search endlessly online to get all the natural goods you need for you and your family. Join over 2 million households who have trust Grove Collaborative to make their homes happier and healthier. Like when you look at what's in your candles and you look what's in your cleaning products, and you're like, wait a minute, I'm I'm lighting this candle next to my head every night to calm me down while I'm in the bath. And it's literally made out of just like formaldehyde. It'll make you think again. The great thing is Grove Collaborative takes it, all the guessing work out for you. All right. And plus it's fast and free shipping on your first order. Make your home healthier this new year for a limited time when my listeners go to grove.co, so that's grove.co slash absolutely, you will get a free Mrs. Myers gift set plus free shipping on your first order. That's a $30 value. But you have to use our special code. Go to grove.co slash absolutely to get this exclusive offer. That's grove.co slash absolutely. Let's get to the next voicemail. All right, Mrs. McMahon. I don't even know if I should call you Mrs. Jeff at this point. However, I have an absolutely not. I work for a local charity. We've had an interim CEO because our former CEO was terminated. And somehow in the mix of this, I have been told that my tone is offensive. I don't know how anyone could get that from me. I'm a delightful fucking human being. And I will tell you, God bless you when you're being the worst person. So that's an absolutely not for me. I'm fairly certain that I will be terminated as part of the collateral damage that is happening within this organization. But I love my job. And so this is very painful and hurtful to me. And I just needed to call you. And hear what you had to say about it. Because I feel like with you working in all of the places that you've worked, you may have some insight to it. So get after it. Thank you so much for all of the good that you put into the world. I am here for it. I'm going to wear cheetah tomorrow. Love you. Bye. Let's just start off this voicemail with the fact that you said, I am a delightful fucking person. (laughs) That was amazing. All right. So let me get this straight. I don't really understand how the corporate structure works, but I'm going to, um, let's say, agree to disagree that essentially I think you're being wrongfully acquitted. No, accused. No, fired. I don't know the proper terms. Do you know what I'm saying? But what you're saying to me is, is that you got a new boss in the interim. Okay. Because the old boss got fired for something. You got to do something pretty gnarly as a CEO to get fired. I'm going to guess a little sexual harassment. I'm going to guess a little money laundering. I'm just guessing. I don't know what corporation you work for. I don't know what your job title is. But all I'm saying is, so you get a new guy who comes in, aka a substitute teacher, and then they have the balls 
to tell you that you have an offensive tone. Your voice sounds lovely to me. Things I have been told by bosses before. Heather, we didn't know if you were a woman for the first 48 hours of working with you. Heather, you've had Cheetos in your teeth for three days. No one told me. You know, those kind of things uh, are really what I had to deal with in the workplace. But I mean, like, how do you even take that criticism? What do you even respond to that? Oh, I'm sorry, Michelle. Like, if your boss is a woman and she's saying, like, you have an offensive tone, what, is, what are you doing? How can you have an offensive tone? Um, this is like an offensive tone. Do you answer the phone at, like, Bank of America? And like, Hello, welcome to Bank of America. Like, do you just sound like a ditz? Hi, it's Bank of America. What's up? It's your girl, Emily. Like, I'm, I don't even understand. But then you're like, that's just my voice. People would literally stop me and tell me they'd either be like, whoa, I love your voice. Or they're like, oh, your voice. Did your throat hurt? And then I would take offense to that because I'm like, this is just my voice. I don't know what to tell you. I've seen a, a vocal specialist. I just have a deep, raspy voice. My voice feels fine. I don't know what else to tell you. You know, so if you, if you have a boss who just says that you sound offensive because it's like the twang of your voice, then tell him to sit on a box of Tic Tacs. You can't change your voice. What could be offensive? The tone of your voice that could be offensive if maybe your boss is Asian and then you answer with like an Asian accent, then that's offensive. Then you're an asshole. But I don't think you're doing that because they're saying the tone, that would have to be the dialect that you were using. You know, I mean, I, in 2021, we all should just, you're from New York and you got a New York accent, then you talk like that. You know, if somebody is of a different race, then you definitely don't try and sound like them. You know what I'm saying? Because then that's offensive. Listen, I'm going in circles here. I don't even know what the fuck to tell you, except your boss did something shady in the first place. So this substitute teacher needs to get off your dick. And you think you're now going to be let go? I hope you're only getting let go because, you know, the company's getting absorbed by a bigger one. I feel like you probably work in pharmaceutical sales. I'm just guessing. Because I feel like all of my friends who work in pharmaceutical sales right now are somehow their companies are getting absorbed by the, another company. And one minute they were selling like allergen products and now they're selling knee replacement bandages. Dude, I don't know what to tell you. Except keep your head on, you know, and just do you. Keep your nose down. Grind that workout, sis. But I'd also maybe ask your boss for a little clarification. Say, Michelle, would you mind telling me what exactly is offensive about the tone of my voice? Because I can't really change my voice. Again, though, if you're answering the phone like this, oh, what, Michelle? Oh, you want me to respond to the emails in a timely fashion? Okay. You know, if you're responding to your boss like that, well, then, yeah, you're, you're being a little cunty. But also, I kind of like it. You know what I'm saying? I would get clarification. I'd get more of a clarification because to me, that's a wrongful fire. And again, I don't know anything about work laws, but you bet your ass, if I ever get fired for having a raspy voice and a tenacity for Chipotle, I'm suing. And that's on God, period. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. Hey, Heather. This is Christina and Tara. We're seeing you in November uh, in New York City, right? Yeah. yeah. Just a heads up. We've been best friends since kindergarten. Yeah, five years old. We so, st- can you believe it? We stayed best friends. 20 year friendship, bitch. No. Oh, yeah, 20, 20 years. Five. Okay, so our absolutely not is when you go out to dinner before you and your friends are about to go mm-hmm. out to the bars and get wasted. And everyone around the table orders a fucking salad. Not even and a salad, a side salad. Yeah, they Half go a portion. And meanwhile, I want to order a fucking bacon cheddar cheeseburger before I get fucked up on tequila. No, screw that. 
you order spaghetti carbonara with extra pancetta on top. Yeah. That's then, the way to go. Yeah. And then everyone else goes, can I get a Caesar salad? Can mm-hmm. I get a Cobb salad with the dressing on the side? No Absolutely way. not for no that way. bullshit. I'm trying to get the carbs in my stomach before I get fucked up. So I have a good night. Yes. Not on the toilet throwing up. That is yes. absolutely not. Love and life. We cannot wait to see you in New York City. Some Hopefully in November. Screw COVID. Absolutely not the COVID as well. We love you so much. Heather, keep spreading the laughter. I thank God every day I wake up and I watch your story and you make me laugh every single day. We will be in the sixth row yeah. in the center section right in front. You will see us. The two blondes. The two blondes. You'll know. You'll just know. Trust me. You'll just You'll just no, absolutely not. The skinny bitches ordering salad. We love you. Love you, Heather. Bye-bye. Girls, wow. I am so thrilled to hear so much joy in your in your voices. Also, I, you can tell it's a 20 plus year friendship because you're arguing over, you know, salad dressing. And I'm here for that. Couldn't agree with you more. Absolutely not to a bitch who's going to drink and has a side salad before. Now, listen, we were all trying to at some point stay thin. I mean, even every time I've tried to stay thin, I still was somehow doing something wrong. So at this point, I'm the person who goes for, you know, the rack of ribs before I go out. I get the cheeseburger with fries. To me, there is nothing more annoying than when you have that friend in the group who only has a side salad, but they're a sloppy drunk. And then you have to fucking deal with that all night. Is that not the most annoying thing in the world where you're like, hey, Kimberly, hey, Kim, you and I both know you need to have something substantial in your tummy. Let's get the carbonara. Let's maybe get a little spaghetti. Let's get the gnocchi, a nice potato dumpling to really coat the stomach. And this bitch insists on just having two bites of the spinach dip and a side salad with vinaigrette, not even a cream-based dressing. And then all of a sudden, you're supposed to carry her ass around all night? Absolutely not. And really and truly, that's her being a selfish friend. Because if she knew any better, she wouldn't have done that. Do you know what I'm saying? She knows her limits. And listen, there are, you know, actually larger people who can be lightweights. One of my dearest friends is the biggest lightweight you've ever met. Not a small person. And there are days where I'm like, I can't. If you're going to be on a juice cleanse and also try and come to happy hour, it's not going to fucking work. Like, we all need to be on the same page right now. Are we all going to drink a lot? Great. Are we all going to have a nice, solid, firm foundation to start this evening? Then, Then fine, we can proceed. You know, I went to a Christian school growing up. There's a song called Jesus, you're my firm foundation. Ain't no way I can stand secure. That's how you should start any kind of evening with a firm foundation. You should start your life with a firm foundation of spirituality, firm foundation of knowing who you are as a person and know how much liquor you can handle. You should know that. That's all I'm saying. That's all I am saying. And girls, I love to hear this thriving friendship. It brings me so much joy. I'm dear friends with my bestie, Anne-Marie. We've known each other since we were six. And it's great. There's nothing better than that kindergarten friendship that flourishes. You know, I got my girl, Mary Beth. We've been friends since second grade. Katie since, what, high school. And we're the four, we call ourselves the Bear family. And I'm Hawks Bear. I don't know, have I ever told you all this? I'm Hawks Bear. H-O-C-C-S. It stands for Hungry Hawks. No, wait. Hungry, cranky, sleepy, snorry. Hungry, angry, cranky, sleepy, snorry. H-A-C-S-S. Hawks. 
And then like one of our friends is my friend Katie is baby bear because she just has like a sweet baby voice and it's just like really kind. And then Mary Beth is, um, oh fuck, what's Mary Beth's bear name? Oh shit. Now I'm forgetting everybody's. I just know that I got an abbreviated full synonym of a bear name because they were like, Heather, you're many things. You're always hungry. And when you're hungry, you get angry and then you're cranky and then you're sleepy and snorry. So, you know what? I honestly, now that I look back at this, I feel like everybody else got really cute names. And then my name is honestly just a negative. So actually, I need to take a second and think about this. God, why can't I think of anybody else's names? There's only two other people. I'm literally blanking, guys. I'm sorry. I've gotten dumber by the minute. This Mucinex has taken me to the next level. But either way, listen, I'm sure y'all have little cute nicknames for each other. And I hope they're kind. And if they're not, I want you to take a second separately and think about the nicknames that you have for each other. Maybe somebody's given somebody else a pretty gnarly name. That's where we're at. Now I'm really second guessing my friendships. All I'm saying is when it comes to the drinking thing too, it takes a lot to put me down. It takes a fucking lot to put me down. But I literally, if there's, if you meet a new, if you go on like a bachelorette trip or you go on a trip with, you know, a a group of girls, especially, and there's the one girl who refuses to eat and drink Samos and you have to take care of her, it's an absolutely not. Listen, bitch, if you can eat a burger and hold down some beers and like have a good time and we're all adults about it, then fantastic. And you know your limits and you can act like an adult. Fantastic. But if you're two tequilas in and you've had three celery stocks and then I got to hold your hair back while we're at, you know, the one edition hotel in Miami, I'm not doing it. And I will immediately block you on Facebook. I don't even get on Facebook, but I'll find you and block you. That's what that is. Wow, really spiraling with this one. Girls, I love to hear the friendship. Absolutely not to uh, have an appetizer before big night out. Big nights out. What are those? Don't know. Can't remember. Couldn't tell you. Uh, Let's get to the next voicemail. Heather. (laughs) What's up? It's your girl, Bailey uh, from Houston, Texas. I have an absolutely yes for you and I want you to sing it with me. You know what it is. The healthy affirmation song. Let's get it. All right. Five, six, seven. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am rich. I am that bitch. I am going to go get that bag and I'm not going to take your ish. I'm protected, well-respected. I'm a queen. I'm a dream. I do what I want to do and be who I want to be because I am me. You couldn't see it, but I was taking my booty. (laughs) You couldn't see it. Absolutely, yes. Love these affirmations. Love the top for this reason. Cap, period. I don't know. Is it no cap? Cap. I don't even know. Couldn't even tell you what cap stands for. Hopefully, I'm not using it in the wrong context. Oh, my gosh. It's getting so long. Can you even hear me? I love you so much. (laughs) I'm just picturing you, (laughs) like, singing it with me. I'm just uh, watching, just watching TV, uh, making some TikToks. I like learning the dances for fun. This is getting really long. I don't expect it to be on a podcast. Okay. I love you so much, Heather. Thanks for making me giggle. Every Wednesday, baby. You're the best. (laughs) Love and light. Bye. This voicemail just brought me so much friggin' joy. Bailey from Texas. Hell yeah. I need that little number on the voicemail. Hit me with that good energy, that positivity, that absolutely yes. That's how we got to end the podcast on a good note. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am blessed. Yes, I am that bitch. I don't even know what the lyrics are, but I'm making them up as I go. Add it to the list. I love it. I needed that. I needed that joy. Because I'll tell you what, in these times, you can get any crazy, 
downward spiral of negativity. But you know what we're doing? We're keeping it up. We are keeping it up, up, up. And we're not fucking around. We don't have time. We don't have time to fuck around. We got to keep going. Keep pressing forward. Keep doing the damn thing. And this is why I love people from Texas because everybody in Texas has a great attitude. They do. Texas is a great place. People are fun. People are fabulous. People are dressed well. I will say the one thing about Dallas though, I showed up with my shit kickers on, suited and booted, ready to go. Cowboy hat, cowgirl hat, unisex as far as I'm concerned. My boots. In the words of Garth Brooks, I showed up in boots. I showed up in boots to Dallas and everybody at the bar was like, what are you wearing? And I was like, shut the fuck up. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am blessed. I am that bitch. Whatever the lyrics are. This was like six years ago in Dallas. And everyone was like, we don't wear that here. And I'm like, well, maybe you should. Because guess what? I'm an out-of-towner bringing the Lukes. It'd be like if you rolled up to Paris and you had a striped shirt on and a beret, you know, like fully Emily in Paris. But that's how I look when I go to Texas. I show up. I get the faux furs, the chaps. If you would allow me to put spurs on the back of my Adidas, I would. Why? Because I'm living the way I want to. But Bailey, I need you to know that that voicemail brought me so much joy. You could have been on angel dust. You definitely seemed like you were on an upper. Probably a mixture of cold brew and Adderall. And I'm here for it. Mix the cocktails as long as it's healthy. And I'm just so here for it. I love you. Thank you for calling into the podcast. I need this kind of absolute yes. I want to start ending each episode on an absolute yes because that's all we can do. Absolutely yes. I love you guys. I'm here for you. That's all I got to say. We're going to end it on a positive note because I need us going into the weekend to feel positive, feel good, feel positive. Stay alive, stay, do our thing and just do it. Because you know what? That's all we got to do. And if your toilet seat turns blue, so what? It is what it is, bitch. Let's roll. I love you guys. As always, you can call into the hotmail. The hotmail, wow. Hotline, voicemail. I'm a little dyslexic. Absolutely not line is 800-213-7503. Again, it's 800-213-7503. We will back next week with guests and all that good shit. But in the meantime, I'm glad we got to get through some of these because y'all have been like, you DM me, Heather, you don't answer my voicemail. There's a lot of them. There's thousands. I'm trying to get a couple. So I sat down, I picked the, you know, the top 10 just in a row. Didn't even go through them. Just was like, let's do them. And these were some good voicemails. Absolutely not to the fact that 2021 is still stressful, but absolutely yes to the fact that we're going to get through this together. Why? Because we're the absolutely yes community. See what I did there. I love you guys. See you next week. Arrivederci. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.